Hello, hello. Finally back with another Talking Football podcast. Sir, Logan decided to take a vacation. I did. And it was much needed, and I feel very refreshed now. And I all I want to do now is go back to the beach and throw a line into the ocean. I, I agree. You know, it's very unfortunate. I have a vacation to go look at wedding venues and all this good stuff. And it just so happens to be the first week of May, which would be the podcast following draft night. So uh, what we might do, if it's all right with you, try to do something like a Friday night. Try to get a podcast in for next week. So we might be doing two next week if, if we're able to. Um, we're actually going to the Panthers Stadium. We're gonna, they're doing a draft party. So uh, that should be pretty, pretty cool. See the whole draft there and all that good stuff. So uh, I'll probably be there until about 2 o'clock in the morning because my Patriots will draft, uh, trade down more than likely. So uh, that should be really fun for me. Uh, Logan can leave after about 10 minutes. Um, so, yeah, it should be a really, really fun time there. We'll have some beers. We'll be able to see the locker rooms and all that good stuff. So if you guys are local in Charlotte, that'd be uh, definitely something to check out. It's like five bucks to get into. It's a great deal, honestly. Yes, sir. I'm definitely looking forward to that. So uh, we, we left off that we're going to do uh, some tight ends, some running backs. Uh, I know last time we left off, I believe there is kind of some rumblings for the Patriots saying that they were interested or they were uh, – I mean, they're interested in Bijan uh, Robinson, which everybody in their right mind should be. I think they're just blowing smoke, honestly. He, it would not fit our system in the sense of, what the fuck are we going to do with two stud running backs? This is in 1960. Like, <laughs> well, we're going to run the, the wing fucking T. Like, it makes no sense. Uh, only running back I think that would make sense in our offense would be Jameer Gibbs. Truthfully, or like a Deuce Vaughn, just a third down back to take the load off of. Uh, Ramon J. Stevenson. Um, but we'll get into running backs and we'll kind of – get into because the Panthers kind of have a tight end need don't they they do have a tight end need um they have a will tight end draft... need out yeah where, that's it... where they draft the tight end I don't I don't believe they will I mean since they went out and got Hayden Hurst but you know maybe they went out and got Hayden Hurst to show the young gun that they want to pick up in this upcoming draft, who knows? I don't know. The good, the good thing is, is that since this is such a deep tight end class, you can wait day three, develop somebody. So that's yeah. always it's a good thing to have a need this year for tight end. And uh, Patriots both have both of our tight ends are on a one year contract left over. So I think it's almost hundred percent they'll be drafting somebody. Where in the draft, I don't know. I'll give my opinions on where I think they should draft, who they should draft when we get into that. Um, had a uh, first day of. Workouts today for everybody in the NFL. Uh, I know the Patriots, they talked to Bill O'Brien. He basically said they're revamping the entire offense. Go fucking figure. Um, I mean, that's a no-brainer. Um, talked to Gerard Mayo. He said he's going to be here for a couple years. I guess he's – I guess he's – it's almost like he's – his role is very weird because it's like he's, he's had head coach. He interviewed for the Panthers, didn't he? Or he was going to. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. So, it, I think – He's a smart guy. I mean, he played years in the NFL, played under Bill and all this stuff. So, I mean, he, he, I think he's smart enough to know when he's not ready to be head coach, and I think that's what they're kind of grooming him for. I would love to have him as our head coach, but I think Bill's still got uh, three or five years in him if he can turn any of this shit around. He, I think it's going to – if he doesn't turn it around, this is going to be his last year. 
Bill Belichick and maybe it's a Bill O'Brien or Gerard Mayo. But um, yeah, I mean, I think he's going to be a great head coach eventually in these days. But um, I mean, chosen. honestly, Bill Belichick, I think, is uh, is one of the worst coaches of all time. You know, um, I mean, he, I he really doesn't worst. have that good of a track record, you know. Um, <laughs> fire the motherfucker. <laughs> Get him out of here. See you later, Bill. Just, God, just fire him as a GM for fuck's sake, man. That guy, I can't, he pisses me off when he comes on the player personnel. But uh, I'm, I'm really breaking news. The Chosen, formerly known as Robbie Anderson, is now on his 19th oh, God. team. Oh, um, God. Think, I think he's for a breakout season. Yeah, I think he's going to have a breakout season this year. I think he's going to go for at least 100 yards. So it should be a great season for him. Uh, I mean, you're being generous there. <laughs> I don't even know what fucking team he signed for. He played for the Cardinals. He played for, uh, he played for the Jets. He played for the Panthers. He played for the Cardinals. Who did he even sign with? Who picked him up? Okay, well, I get we'll 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 find that out in one second. I, I'm completely blanking on it. I've never seen yeah, it. I'm, I'm, I'm blanking hell? on it because you know all I see. Nobody is, gives a shit. <laughs> all I see is his freaking. Oh, chosen one. The chosen. The chosen. Like Cam, Cam Newton's son couldn't help it because Cam Newton called <laughs> name the fucking chosen. So, <laughs> but freaking oh, chosen hey. over here. Oh, actually, you know, actual like big news other than freaking chosen fuckerson. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we have uh, Allen Robinson trading oh, for yeah. the Steelers. He did get traded to the uh, the Steelers. Um, he's kind of washed up, but if there's anybody that knows how to fucking bring up receivers, it is uh, the Steelers. So I mean, I like it. They only I think they ended up paying only five million of his salary, which is a fucking bargain for a veteran receiver. They're kind of lacking that. They got Deontay Johnson, George Pickens, who I loved. I wish the fucking Patriots would have got him. He was a steal in the second round. Um, I think he went second round. But, uh, I mean, that's they're, – they're really not losing anything. The Ra- uh, the Ravens – the Rams are definitely selling out for sure. Um, God, I would love to get a hold of Cooper Cup somehow, some way. But, you know, that ain't that ain't leaving there. That's a core franchise player. Oh, uh, the Chosen is with the Dolphins. That's who he signed with. Yeah, yeah go, he's go with, with the Dolphins. Oh, other news. Jalen Hurts, big deal. I like it. I think that's going to – I think that's going to really hurt uh, the Ravens. Lamar. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, and I, and you know, I, 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 yeah. So sure. some people, some people, you know, look at it like, oh, he's he only got like 178, and Ravens offered Lamar 200 million guarantee, so Lamar got offered more. But it, how Lamar is probably going to look at it is, oh, Jalen got his contract he asked for, so I can get my contract I asked for. And that's Lamar's been in the league longer, too, so that's going to be his angle, dude. It, it is killing him he doesn't have a fucking agent, man, because Jalen Hurts and him, I would say, are very comparable. Jalen Hurts had the weapons. That makes a difference for him. Um, I mean, they have very similar play styles. Jalen, I think, is still a better passer than Lamar Jackson is. Um but that's a very comparable person and who you compare your contracts with. I'm, I love Jalen Hurts. Loved him in Alabama. Loved it. The way he acted after uh, Tua came in for him in the, the championship, man, that guy stole. He, he took my heart. I don't, I'll root for him. I hate Philadelphia, but I'll root for him no matter what because that, that's, that takes a lot, man, the way he, he handled that. It does. So, yeah. 
I'm glad he got his bag. I'm glad he's doing good. Um, Lamar, man, he needs to get an agent. He needs to get his shit fixed. I, I, he's going to end up staying at the Ravens, man, whether playing on the franchise tag. Because, I mean, OBJ, they kind of interviewed him. Um, he, they said, is, is, is there, like, any inside info on why you signed with the Ravens? Which, mind you, that was a massive fucking overpay for somebody that hasn't played an entire year and hasn't stayed healthy. Two ACL surgeries, dude. Massive overpay. Yeah, um, yeah for sure. But – I mean, he said he doesn't have any inside info, but knowing OBJ, he's got to know something's going on there because he ain't, he ain't going to go to the Ravens to then ruin his year to have fucking uh, TJ Huntley or whatever the fuck his name was throwing him the ball or whoever they – so, I mean, that's – I think he's going to stay there playing a the franchise tag or they'll figure something out, honestly, because it's, it's dead for him, man. I thought the market would have been a lot hotter for him. Yeah, I mean – and shoot, get an agent. That's all you need, man. Yeah, Take these off somebody. That's shit, it, man. Like, that's all you yeah. need. I mean, that's that's their stop, job. Stop being mama's boy. And and the the number one rule when it comes to business is never bring family. never family or friends. Never put them together in business because yes. it never yeah. works out. Never, never works, works out. Ah, oh, man, I I don't get it. But uh, I think we kind of covered all the baselines. It's been a week over so i mean a lot of shit happens recent whenever so we can kind of get into uh what do you want to do tight ends or running backs first well hold up i want i want to take some time to uh oh i forgot i forgot the news with the bryce young news we literally yeah, talked yeah. about it before getting on here uh-huh. too uh-huh go ahead go uh, ahead so you know a lot bryce young uh he he uh canceled all his other visits to uh to teams, um, so you know, usually when they when they do that, you know, we were, Christian and I were talking about this before we started this podcast. But usually when they do this, uh, it means they're going number one, and they don't have to worry about it. To, and Panthers told them he's going number one, and don't want him to meet with other teams. That's usually how it works. But here's the catch: Scott Fitterer, our uh, Panthers GM, came out saying. He's he has not made a decision on the number one overall pick. And yeah, he hasn't. Probably... Frank Wright did. <laughs> yeah, possibly. And and he said that. Uh, well, I mean, he did come out saying that he hasn't talked to Frank Wright about the number one pick yet, or who he wants for the number one pick. Which, how the hell have you not? De- I mean, we're, we're nine days from the draft. Yeah, and, how the hell and, you have you listen, not talked to your you head you bring coach? in your head you bring in your head coach. It's going to be what the head coach wants. It's not going to be what the GM wants because you yeah. brought him in. It's got to be who he thinks he can develop the best offense around and team around. So it's got that first pick, that franchise quarterback is going to be the head coach. It's not that GM's. So yeah. man, it, it, I, I think it's a lock, honestly. I put money on it. Um, unfortunately, we can't fucking on my bet here. Because I, I really want Bryce Young, and I don't want to say it to just, you know – to get my hopes up and then I'm, I'm going into the freaking bank of America stadium and then w- Panthers select Will Levis. <laughs> like cry, crying my eyes out over here. Oh my God. It's not If Listen, I marked my words, right? You got uh, season tickets for the Panthers, right? Yeah, I got season tickets. All right. You got one ticket or two tickets? Uh, one. One ticket. All right. If anything, we'll buy tickets together. We'll figure out a way to get in there. And I will buy a fucking Bryce Young jersey if he goes to the Panthers. I haven't owned this fucking jersey since Steve Smith back in the fucking middle school days that we were playing. 
uh, I will buy a Bryce Young jersey if he goes to the Panthers. So let's yep, let's bank I'm, on that. I'm, let's make. I'll waste 160 bucks. I don't give a shit. I can, I could see it now. Bryce Young, Adam Thielen, touchdown. Yep, yep. and Look hopefully that, another baby. receiver they pick up later on, like Josh Downs, would be awesome. Let's give Charlotte a fucking reason to go look at football. Well, I was seeing, you know, we kind of need an extra edge rusher. I'll make this brief here, but we kind of need an extra edge rusher. Since, you know, I think some of the wide receivers go a little deep, I think we can get a solid edge rusher in the second-round pick, and when third round comes around, I think we can get someone like Marvin Mims out of – You know who I think is going to fall down the board is Tyree Wilson. As I've been watching his tape – and his his skill set is he's not so much of a bender. He's more of a like I'm not a power rusher, but it's like he's not that Will Anderson that can do everything. He can bend around the corner, all that stuff. He's kind of like a one trick pony. He's good, don't get me wrong, but he might be one of those that everybody's got top of the boards, and they, he ends up slipping second round. So that's just something to keep an eye out on him. Um, but yeah, well, well, hopefully we'll get into. Well, we, we're not going to have time to get into the whole entire draft, so we're going to try to knock out some uh, some of these in the next week since we're going to probably end up doing, like, linemen and stuff like that. We'll try to bunch up, like, guards, tackles, and do more than one so we can get it all done before the draft on Thursday. Um, mm-hmm. We ain't going to hit defense. We might throw in some defensive needs for our teams and just kind of throw in who we want them, our top five for our team to pick. We'll figure that out next week. But let's get into uh, – we want tight ends or running backs? Which you want to do first? I say let's do tight ends first. All right, all right. Give me your uh, give me your top five since your team's needy, my team's needy. But I'll let you uh, let you go out first. All right, top five. Number one. I mean, you can debate this, but I think there's no debate. I think Michael Mayer out of Notre Dame is the number one tight end in this draft. Um, he's really good pass catcher, really good possession type tight end, and you know. Those Notre Dame tight ends, they're they're notorious for succeeding in the in the NFL. So, so I'm I'm going with Michael Mayer as my number one. Um, number two, I'm I'm going with uh, I've I've watched a good amount of uh, tape on Dalton Kincaid out of Utah, and he's he climbed up my board big time. I used to have him at number four, but he's at number two now because he. Uh, he doesn't drop a pass. The guy just – when the ball comes to him, it, he, he makes the catch. His route running is a, a little iffy, but he is kind of a slower guy. But he's also got great blocking that a lot of these tight ends don't really have. So he's kind of that dual threat tight end. So just for his blocking, I put him up at number two. Um, at number three, I am going Luke – Musgrave at Oregon State. Um, he's uh, – I think he's got an undisclosed knee injury right now or or something like that. I'm not sure. So he may drop in the draft. Um, but, uh, I, I mean, if we're just going by ranks and forgetting all about injuries and everything, I, I would definitely put him uh, at my number three. He is also a very good pass catcher. Um, a little, little iffy on the blocking side, but I. that's why he's uh, at number three and not at number two. 
ahead of uh, Dalton Kincaid. Um, number four, um, four and five were a little wishy-washy for me. They 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 can kind of inter intermatch. Um, you can switch them or anything, but number four, I have uh, Sam Laporta out of Iowa. Um, he's just a good all-around tight end, um, and he honestly he he's a playmaker out, out of that tight end position. Whenever he gets the ball, he, I mean, he's co- sort of like a. I mean, I don't I don't want to put him in this class, but like when it comes to tight ends. Uh, who are playmakers you got like the Travis Kelsey and George Kittles and you know those type of tight ends that they just make plays um now I'm not going to put them in the, in there's you know I'm not going to compare them to them just yet because you know then he'll be at, at my number one if I compared compared him to them but um he he's just a playmaker with the ball anytime he gets the ball in his hands something something's happening um and number five, uh, I put Darnell Washington out of Georgia. And honestly, I just put him there because of – strictly because of his size. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, can catch, he can catch pretty decently for a foot 6'7", 270-pound tight end. Um, and fucking massive. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a, a goddamn lineman playing okay. the tight end position. Like, it's – it's just ridiculous. I had to put him in my top five just strictly because of his size. Yeah. So I, I, I like how our, our, ours is actually going to be very different, which I like when we have difference differences in our things. So I've, I'm going to have actually is my number one tight end. I'm going to have Darnell Washington. I mean, you said it. Six foot seven, 270 pounds. The guy, can, he's an extra offensive lineman. You put him out there. On top of that, he can catch. He, he, he'd run, he, he used to run like a crosser. Across the entire line of scrimmage, a guy can move too. Uh, only problem is, is that you got to get him to get moving. That's two hundred and seventy pounds. But once he gets moving, bud, that's a that's a big dude to bring down. So that's that's I would love to see him on the Patriots, man. If they're a trade up second round to get him, that would be awesome to have him in our our offense along with a wide receiver first round offensive tackle, something like that. Um, I'm gonna put him number one. Uh, obviously, next year with with the other Georgia tight end, Bowers, the guy's a freaking monster. So he was playing behind Bowers, but Bowers might be one of the best tight ends coming out since, like, Gronk out of the the draft. So uh, for number two, I'm, I'm going to have Mayer. Mayer's just honestly all around best tight end. He's got – he can block, he can catch. He's just well-balanced tight end. Really can't go wrong with him. Mm-hmm. Then for uh, number three, I'm going to put uh, Sam Laporta. I like the, his his speed. He's got some speed on him. He'll catch the ball. Uh, once he gets the ball, he's going to get it. Not really going to be blocking much, um, but that's how this tight end position is kind of going. I'm going to, like you said, he's kind of compared to that Travis, Travis Kelsey kind of thing. So can't compare him to that, but that's the kind of prospect he is. And that was my number three, correct? Yes. Yeah. So number four, I'm going to put uh, Dalton Kincaid, another one like that. Um like, like you said, he can block, but once again, I would compare Dalton Kincaid more to like a Hunter Henry, somebody that can block, but he's not going to be a Darnell Washington or like a Gronk in his prime kind of thing, that those are extra offensive linemen that can make plays with their ball, with the ball in their hand. Um, so I'll put Kincaid there. My only part when I was watching Kincaid's film is that he had a, he had two or three games that he put up these massive numbers in, and the rest were all kind of like, he was obviously still producing, 
but they weren't like r- r- ridiculous like his other games were. So that's that's where I'm kind of iffy with that. And then finally, uh, fifth, I'm gonna go with a guy that I like, Zach Koontz from Old Dominion, another monster guy. Uh, he's definitely gonna be a. Uh, he's gonna have to sit behind somebody. He's not fully developed yet. Um, but if you want to take a flyer on a guy that can have a, he has a lot of upside. Zach Koontz is that. He's another big athlete and can block. We'll be able to catch the ball. Um, ideally, if I had to rank the way I think the Patriots should get it, would be if Jamar Gibbs somehow falls down to the second round, trade up and get him because Jamar Gibbs. We'll get into that when we get over that. Uh, if he doesn't, go get Darnell Washington. You got to get some athletes and some playmakers, and that's what we need because if we get any of these other tight ends in our offense, it's the same thing. We got Giuseppe. We've got Hunter Henry. Those are possession tight ends. We don't need another one. We need somebody that can block. So that's why I, I, I'm kind of biased with mine, but Darnell Washington, he's also a unicorn, man. Six foot seven, 270 pounds, can catch the ball, run with it, can block. Uh, you, you don't get many of those. <laughs> Well, that's a pretty solid list. Yeah. Yeah, we had similar players, just different orders. I think yeah. kind of based off of kind of what, like, <laughs> your team needs compared to my team. So, it's obviously going to vary in those yeah. different things. So, uh, I, I mean, solid list, great tight end class. Plus, I think both you know, of our teams will, will, will draft you, one. I figured you were going to have Darnell Washington as your number one, considering, you know, the history that the Patriots have. with Georgia. Uh, Big tight ends. Yep, and Georgia um, too. Yeah, Georgia too. Um, but yeah, um, on the running backs. So let's uh, let's hear your top five in running backs. All right. So my top five running backs. So this was it's interchangeable. Interchangeable for me. Uh, overall, this is basically I'm gonna have to put Robinson from Texas. He's number one. That is basically Saquon Barkley when he came out of the – I mean, the guy is a monster. Can do everything. Catch the ball. Run. Bounce off receive uh, tacklers. The guy is ridiculous. Uh, he's probably – I mean, he's a blue-chip running back. The problem is nobody gives a shit about running backs anymore. They're so interchangeable. You can't build an offense around them. Um, I just would not draft a running back first round. It's so pointless to me, honestly, especially in such a passing league. But – that guy's a monster. If he gets to, if he gets on the Bills, if he gets on the Eagles, something like, I mean, that's the kind of player that those teams need that would that put them over the edge. Um, absolutely stud running back. Really, there's nothing wrong with his game. Number two, Jameer Gibbs. This is a wide receiver who can also pound the ball running. So this is the perfect fit for the Patriots if we didn't need a fucking receiver first round. This guy can play receiver too, but... And he's just overall, I mean, these two guys, it's just one's more of a, cat, a catching back. One is more overall. Uh, give me whichever one. Honestly, I just hate to get them first round. It doesn't make any sense for me. Um, and he's from Alabama. Bill O'Brien absolutely loves him. So I, I don't know. Maybe there's a way that we get him. If he falls second round, I think it's a lock for the Patriots. I just don't see them drafting a running back first round. Uh, for number three, uh, I believe the uh, – the guy from UCLA, yeah, Zach uh, Charbonnet, sounds like Chardonnay. Um, he, an, a great receiver as well from UCLA. Uh, he's elusive. Um, he he has top three. I mean, he's a top three running back. I haven't watched much film on him. I had just, I saw a couple games of him, um, but 
overall he can catch the ball, but he's not, once again, he's not a total receiving back. This is more of a running back, unlike Jameer Gibbs. He's more of a receiving back that can, when he puts his foot in the ground, the guy's fucking going. Uh, you can tell who my draft crush is besides Zay Flowers, uh, Jameer Gibbs, in case you didn't know. Um, I li- I actually like for number four, I like Kendry Miller from TCU. When I watched him in those playoffs, the guy's a baller. I think he would have made a big difference if he was playing that second game because he got injured that, that first uh, bowl game, didn't he? Um, he he's, he's an overall – like. can talk got about that first time. bowl game. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> You're a Michigan dude. But uh, he was tearing you guys up a little bit. So, I mean – the whole team was tearing us up. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck. Quentin Johnson. Yeah, Quentin Johnson looked like fucking DK Metcalf, but um, Kendrick Miller's another guy that he's not so high on the boards. He's going to be late. I mean, day two, day three guy. Uh, he's an all-around back. His injury kind of pushed him back, but I mean, the guy averaged six point seven yards a carry, which is pretty. I mean, that's you give him the ball twice, you got a first down. So you you can't go wrong with Kendrick Miller, and then. Uh, Deuce Vaughn out of Kansas State. I think he's the next Darren Sproles. I'm gonna be honest with you. He's small. He's five foot five, but my, the guy can run it. I, I mean, he's he catches the ball. Um, he's a, he's a passing receiving. He's a receiving back. This is a very biased list. I'm gonna be honest. This is just who the Patriots would put in their team. This is like the perfect fit for us. So my mind's gonna be all over the fucking board. Yeah, I can't. I can't say Deuce people, Vaughn made my top five. You see, I've been looking at Deuce Vaughn tape and all this shit. I'm like, these are the kinds of players that we need. So, uh, yeah, Good I mean, one. like I said, we, we don't get paid for this. So, I'm just kind of going off of what the Patriots need. But uh, Deuce Vaughn is, is a day three running back. He's like fifth <laughs> or sixth round, and I put him in my top five. But you know what? Fuck it. Watch. When everybody's making fun of me and he's the next James Bros, y'all can kiss my fucking ass. <laughs> he won't be the next James White. <laughs> That's a hell of a career, too, there, bud. <laughs> all right. That was all five, right? That was all five, I believe. All right. Well, I had a little bit uh differences. Like I said, Deuce Vaughn did not make my top five. Um, <laughs> I mean, Deuce Vaughn is a stud. Don't get me wrong. He probably would make my top ten, but uh, he didn't make my top five. Um, number one. I think without question, it's, uh, it's uh, you know, honestly, I think Dwayne uh, McBride out of UAB. Um, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> uh, no, without question, it's uh, Bajan Robinson out of Texas. Um, he's, he's an absolute monster. His numbers were crazy last year. Um, the just – just the amount of uh, yak this man gets is is insane. I mean, he he'll take he'll take contact and then bounce off and then go forty yards for a touchdown, or or you know you can't even he's so elusive that you can't even touch him, and then his explosiveness is just off the charts when it comes to this guy. Um, his like only bad game was against Bama, and it was his, his like his rushing stats weren't good, but he still had like 77 yards receiving. So if that tells you anything. Yeah. I mean, he he's going to hurt you in, in some sort of way, whether it's receiving or rushing um, or passing. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, in the Panthers select Robinson to play quarterback. 
You know what? Throw him in there. It can't be worse than Sam Darnold. It can't. It can't be. Or Baker Mayfield. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so my number two, I'm. I also put uh, Jameer Gibbs. Um, he he said it himself uh, that he's a mixture of uh, Christian McCaffrey and uh, Jamal Charles, and I kind of have to agree with him on that. He's got great receiving skills, and he's got great elusiveness like Christian McCaffrey. And then he's got that extra explosiveness that Jamal Charles had in his prime. That I mean, he's got all, th- all three of those uh, concepts just in him. And that's, to me, insane. Um, one of the reasons I didn't put him at number one is because uh, Robinson's more of an all-around, like, solid Stark. running back. Just stunned. Jameer Jameer kind of, I mean, he still has great rushing numbers, but he kind of lacks in the rushing numbers compared to Bajon Robinson. Um, But uh, his receiving definitely makes up for that. I think he had something like 103 receptions for 1,200-plus yards uh, and eight TDs receiving. Um, That's incredible numbers for running back. Um, Look, but, he was playing slot for Alabama because their receivers suck so bad. Yeah. He was literally playing slot receiver for Alabama. Yeah, pr- pretty much. And then occasionally he would go into the backfield. Yeah, but <clears throat> but that that's the reason why I have him at number two. I mean, he played receiver so much for Alabama that I can't put him at my as my number one running back when he you know he was used more of as a receiver at Alabama. But, uh, you know, maybe, maybe he gets drafted by the Patriots and he comes in and drops 1,000-plus rushing yards. And, you know. He, he was literally the entire – he was Bryce Young's only, like, player. He, he ran the ball. He caught the ball. He was Ramondre Stevenson of Alabama. Literally. Yeah. yeah. Yep. For sure. Number three, I got uh, Zach Charbonnet. Um I think our top three was the exact same. Um, But honestly, Zach kind of reminds me just the way he moves in the backfield and the way he runs. He kind of reminds me of a Austin Eckler type running back. Um, He's just, he's kind of, he's just kind of like that pound, just pounded in there. I mean, Austin Eckler is so good at getting in the end zone. And I think Zach Charbonnet, uh, is also very good at putting the ball into the end zone. Um, and and uh, honestly, I think Zach Charbonnet would be, actually be a good pick for the Patriots as well. Um, he's uh, – you, you already got that elusive back, you know, uh, with uh, Ramon J. Stevenson. And then you can just add this power in there that will – that would uh, definitely help you guys out. Um, yes, the only fucking running back I want is Jameer Gibbs. <laughs> I don't want anybody else except for him. It's well, Gibbs I mean, or I'm bust. saying if he if Jameer Gibbs gets taken before you guys are able to pick him, I I, I want to think Zach Charbonnet would be too bad of a pick for you guys. I'm gonna tell you mm-hmm. what we need to do. We need to get a receiver first round, Jameer Gibbs second round, Dono Washington trade up again, get him, and then just draft offensive linemen. <laughs> all, all right. I, I resolved um, the Patriots situation. I'm good. Give me his GM. 
All right, here's where we defer here. Um, my four and five, a uh, little bit different. Uh, my number four is Zach Evans out of Ole Miss. Um, <laughs> not Deuce Vaughn. Zach Evans out of Ole Miss. He's very well-rounded. Um, he's also another uh, dual threat when it comes to rushing and receiving. Um, and the reason why I put him in my top five and the reason why I put him at number four is because he is he, – he's an elite pass blocker. Um, he, he definitely helps out in, in the pass game with it, his ability – to block very, you know, elusive defensive ends um, coming off the edge. Um, so, so the, honestly, his blocking ability is what made me put him at number four. Um, but he's also, you know, he like I said, just very well-rounded um, in all aspects. Um, I think he's going to be a sleeper pick, whoever takes him. Um and then number five, uh, it's, it was kind of a toss-up. Number five was, was a little wishy-washy for me. Um, I, I had um, Tank Bigsby out of uh, Auburn. I, he, he, I think he's such a sleeper. I think a lot of people sleep on this guy. I don't think yeah, a lot of people – look at this guy and is like, oh, he's he's not too good. He, he didn't really have the stats. Well, if you look at the Auburn Tigers offensive line stats from last year, they were horrendous. Uh, Auburn's offensive line was absolutely terrible, and he still was able to put up a 1,000-plus rushing yard season with that horrible offensive line. And that solely, to me – is, you know, why I put him in my top five because, you know, it's hard to get any rushing yards when you don't have an offensive line to help you out. A um, little honorable mentions here. Uh, uh, what's his name? I, I don't really know how to pronounce it. Uh, Tajay Spears, I think is how you pronounce uh-huh. it. Yeah. Um, he's also a solid running back. Um, Kendra Miller. You had in your top five. He was an honorable mention for me. Um, I like George's too. Uh, Kenny McIntosh too. I like him be late late rounder. He'd be a good pickup. Yeah, I mean, you can honestly can really not go wrong with a Georgia running back. Uh, those Georgia running backs have a good track record. Um, but yeah, that is my top five. Yep. Yeah. What I can what I can actually see happening is. Um, in the Patriots standpoint, them looking at Bajon Robinson, all his tape, uh, that backup that Texas had, Roshan Johnson, uh, that's the kind of situation that he's he's good too. Right? Like he would start on any college football team. He was just behind a fucking monster of a of a running back. So right, um, it's kind of like that Darnell Washington situation. That Darnell Washington is was stuck behind Bauer basically. Was a stud tight end, so I can easily see them doing this. They're like, "Hey, we can get this guy later, later on, later on down the road, day two, day three, and uh, that kind of resolves our situation in the running back for losing James White and uh, Ty Montgomery. Well, Ty Montgomery's still on the team, but who knows what's going to be up with him? But uh, just to take some load off of Ramondre, so I can definitely see that happening. I, I think Jameer Gibbs is going first round, probably the Texans or something like that. 
Texas Jameer Gibbs with their freaking running back they have now would be monster. Monster lineup. Yeah, that would be a monster lineup. And they have two picks, so they just need weapons. So, I mean, that's the perfect guy to throw in there. Who um, knows? Bill, Bills might pick up a running back as well. Yeah. They, they, but I, I, with, uh, James I like, Cook. Yeah, I like James Cook. He had a little bit of problems here, but, like, he came on later on in the year. So, I mean – I, I mean, his only go, problem, he, his only problems this past year was was ball security. Honestly, yeah. that that kind of was was it. He wasn't yeah. really able to hold on to the ball. But I, I mean, think, since they got rid of Devin Singletary, they pretty much said, "Yeah, James Cook, you're our man." Yeah. And then, but they might bring in, you know, who knows? Jameer Dalvin, Gibbs. <laughs> Dalvin Cook's on the trade market too currently, so um, yeah, they could bring him in. I think they need a receiver. So brotherly love? Honestly. Yeah, brotherly love. I think the Bills need a receiver, truthfully. Diggs can't do it all as an own. And there's there by, there's some rumblings because he didn't show up for the offseason program. I mean, he's had cryptic tweets, so who knows what the hell is going on over there. Typical uh, Bills fashion kind of thing. Um, Wait, Diggs didn't show up? No, he did not. And you know he's had all the intrigue. I mean, you saw him in the playoffs. Uh, he's going to show up. He's gonna, he, he loves show Josh up. Allen. Yeah, they both love He's, yeah, he's not going to leave Josh Allen. No shot. So, uh, but yeah, so I think that's that kind of situation. I'm hoping the Patriots go later on. We don't really need a fucking tight end. So, the only one I'd be willing to take is Darnell Washington, second round. Um, none of these are really first rounders for me, honestly. I think we need a uh, wide receiver or offensive tackle. Uh, I don't even want to go corner. The only corner I'd really want to draft first round is Christian Gonzalez, if I'm going to be honest with you. It's going to be interesting. I'm looking forward well, to Thursday. Christian Gonzalez is going to be gone by your pick. Oh, 100%. That guy's going to be – I mean, he's a stud. He might He might be the only number one corner in this I don't round. know, man. Deontay Banks might be there, and he's a stud too. Uh, if it's anything in Patriots fashion, it's going to be Joey Porter and all these people up on the board that are supposed to be first-rounders, and we get fucking Deontay Banks, who's a late first-rounder, second-rounder, <laughs> and draft him at 14. Yeah, well, don't listen to all the experts. They know nothing. Or Cody Mock. We'll get Cody Mock, who is an offensive tackle wannabe. <laughs> Cody Mock, baby. Yes, sir. <laughs> I fucking hate my team. No, no. Dude, that perfect idea. Perfect idea. Screw Dar- – pick Darnell Washington and put him at offensive tackle. And convert him to a left tackle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Or better yet, let's do this. Let's get Jamari Gibbs and make him, instead of a running back his position, try to make him a receiver instead of drafting a receiver. Dude, genius. Yes, I just don't understand their concept. I need Bill to either fucking get fired or just resign as GM. For fuck's sake, man. Well, but yeah, I think that's going to wrap it up. Yep, that's going to wrap it up um, in small talk. Caught up a little bit. Um, yep. We're going to try to hit up do two since I'm going to be gone the week after the draft day. So we might just do a quick, quick one, kind of go over our the, yep, the first week, round pick week from Thursday is the draft. Um, we'll, we will have a podcast coming out on Tuesday to give you a little pre-draft uh, um, updates and everything. Um, yeah, I think shoot. we'll probably do our problem mock draft. I would think uh, to finish it up. Yeah. We, we'll probably make it a little, little quickie one. Um, on Tuesday, and then Friday, we'll re- really get down into the nitty gritty of uh, what happened over the first first rounds. Um, we probably will be releasing it while the 
second and third rounds are going on. Um, (laughs) But, uh, and so during that podcast, you're, you're probably going to, honestly, I, I say we do a little bit longer one, maybe closer to an hour on Friday. Cause uh, we're we're going to go over every, every team's pick too. Yeah. Yep. And and we're going to be getting a lot of updates from second and third round picks as well. Then while we're doing the podcast. So uh, we look forward to uh, having you guys, uh, Listen, um, and please subscribe to uh, to our Spotify. Uh, follow yep. our Spotify, Apple Podcast, um, Instagram. We have it in the bio yep. and uh, on on Spotify. There, um, yep. we have the. Uh, if you want to get the Apple Podcast link, it's in our Instagram. We have it as a a little highlight there. Um, yeah, I think that's gonna wrap it up. Wrap it up for us. Yes, sir. Uh, we will talk to y'all next week. All right, peace yeah. out.